0: There are 700,000 podcasts already out there, with almost 160,000 of those being launched in 2018 alone. Yeah, that makes you feel like a little fish in a big pond, right? But that doesn't mean podcasting has reached its peak, as some have been saying. Sure, it's going more mainstream, but that just means that more and more people know what a podcast actually is, which yes, when I started three years ago, was not that common. And that just means that also there is a bigger audience out there. And actually, the more people listen to podcasts, the more podcasts they listen to. (laughs) So it's actually not just one person joining and yay, you got one more, you know, show that they'll listen to. They will listen to on average about seven. And as you know, since you're listening to a podcast right now, podcasts are the best way to connect on a human level. And that's key for businesses too. It's about building up that whole know, like, and trust factor. So if you're a solopreneur, which means you could be a freelancer, a coach, a consultant, or you're a business thinking about launching a podcast to grow your business, this is the episode for you. Because look, while well, I'm 110% convinced of the power of podcasting, that doesn't mean that launching one is right for everyone. In this episode, I'll dive into the seven things to ask yourself before you decide to launch a podcast to grow your business. Be authentic, go off the beaten path, define what success looks like for you. That all sounds awesome sauce, doesn't it? But what does working and living on your own terms actually look like in practice? The Leading Rebels podcast is here to offer some answers. Every two weeks, you'll hear inspiring interviews with badass women walking the talk and my own actionable advice to help you find, own, and tell your story. I'm your host, Katrin Dow, a storyteller, founder, and book nerd that's passionate about amplifying women's voices. Now let's dive into today's episode so you can become a leading rebel in your life. Before we jump into number one, though, I've got a special surprise for you. I actually created a handy-dandy quiz that uses the seven things I'm about to cover to help you get a quick answer to whether you should launch a podcast to grow your business or not. <laughs> Plus, you'll also get my top tip for the stage you're currently at. So after you listen to the episode, head on over to leadingrebels.com 36 to take the free quiz. Again, that's leadingrebels.com 36. Now let's dive in. So the first thing That you want to think about when you're considering to start a podcast is actually the state of the business you're currently in and the type of work you're doing. So if you're a complete business newbie, welcome. (laughs) I'm glad you've joined the tribe. But it might not be the absolute best time to start a podcast. You're just figuring out how your business is gonna run. You're figuring out what products and services you're gonna be offering and This is a time where a lot of business owners do a lot of pivots. So they might change their messaging, what they actually want to tackle and so on. And podcasting is a bit of a long game. And if you start when you haven't even figured out what your business is going to be, that's going to be very much reflected in your podcast. So in that case, I'm like, hey, focus on your business, make that stable, make that grow and be like, yes, I know what I want to do. Doesn't mean you can never change. And it doesn't mean that if you do a podcast on one topic, it forever has to say that topic. I mean, you guys have been with me as my podcast has developed. So just make sure, though, you're focusing first on where your energy should go first. While a podcast could be like this shiny, exciting object, <laughs> there might be other things like, yeah, accounting. Not so sexy, but maybe more important to the survival of your business for now. But... If you say like, hey, I've already got a steady stream of clients that pay the bills, I know where I'm going with this business, or you're even in like the super luxurious position of being able to say, I have already more than enough money (laughs) than I need. I mean, congrats. I wish I was there. But at least, you know, you've got a lot of products and services that you already offer or have high paying clients, then you're in a great spot because a podcast is your next step. The way you can connect more personally with the people you already have and they can then spread that to other people. One of my favorite things, one of my workshop attendees has said to me is that podcasting is like word of mouth (laughs) without you actually having to kickstart it. People just spread the word about cool podcasts to listen to and like. So the second thing I want you to think about is closely related to that, which is your audience size. Sure, this can be connected to your business stage. So if you're starting out, probably don't have a huge audience. But it could be that maybe you've been working on a topic as a title hustle or as a hobby for a long while. And do have people that are subscribed to your email letter or follow you on social media. And you're like, yeah, I have an audience. So this is the second one where I say, sure, podcasts are a great way to build up your audience. But when you start with zero, the uphill battle. It's clearly a lot harder. So you're going to have much more anxiety around launching to crickets, about not seeing your, you know, listenership <laughs> grow a lot despite all the time and effort you're investing. So this is more, I would say, like an awareness tip that it's not like if you nobody knows about you before just because you're going to launch a podcast, suddenly the world is going to know about you. Like, yeah, sure, a lucky few that happens and maybe you stumble something across that is so unique that it makes the news or whatever. But in 99.9% of the cases, it's your existing audience that will carry your podcast in the beginning and then you can grow it from there. So just have a look at who is currently listening to you in some way, would be social media, in person. I'm always the biggest fan on email newsletter first and see if that's enough for you to be like, hey, that's worth launching a podcast for and going from there. And just a little tidbit about who's actually listening on social media. It's wonderfully gender balanced, which makes me so happy. It used to be that a lot more men than women were listening to podcasts, but they caught up. (laughs) So we're now pretty much at 50-50. Hosts are unfortunately not there yet. Only about like a fourth of women are podcast hosts. So Ladies, if you're listening, please start a podcast so that we can even out this number a bit more. But back to the listenership. Actually, podcast listeners are more educated and wealthier than, I'd say, like general society. But just if this is uh, relevant for the business you're in, that's the statistics that are out there. Moving on to the third thing I want you to think about, and that is time. I know, anybody who runs a business is like, Time? What time? Or maybe you're one of the lucky few who has, like, mastered this whole four-hour work week thing. But generally speaking, podcasts do take time. They are a content creation. And some people might think, like, hey, it's just like sitting down for 20 minutes, talking to a microphone, hit upload, and you're done. Sure, there are certain ways that you could do that. though, if you're doing this for your business, there's going to be a certain amount of planning of, like, what content you talk about. Of drafting the outlines, maybe you're gonna have like I did with this episode, a quiz or a PDF or something. You will want to you know get people then on an email list to not just have them as listeners, but you know have a way to get in touch with them directly. So that's building up maybe a newsletter. There's a lot of moving parts in a podcast, especially if you want to do it for a business. That doesn't mean it has to be a full time job. I am all about like the scrappy way <laughs> of doing podcasting because I also don't want it to not be fun, because I think it should have a purpose for your business, but still be fun. So I very much focus on that too. That being said, it does take time. So have a look at your current calendar, at your current weeks. And if you don't even know what date is because you're so like underwater with all the things you've got to do, then maybe today or at the moment is not the right time to start a podcast. If you're ever saying like, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, I'm busy, but I'm able to make time for things I want to, like launching a new project. Or if you, as I said earlier, <laughs> already mastered this thing of working less, and you're like, hey, got loads of time in my hands, then yeah, then it makes sense. Then tackle this new project. Closely related to time is number four that I want to talk about, which is your headspace. <laughs> this can be related to how much time you have, the busier you are. It could be the busier your head is. But some people, you know, thrive on going from one thing to the next and that doesn't stress them out. I wish I was you. <laughs> but if you're currently, for example, thinking of launching a new product in your company or you have something in your personal life going on at the moment that business is not top of your mind or there's just something else taking away from, you know, focusing on a new thing, then again, maybe not the best time to launch a podcast. Because especially when you're launching, that's like the biggest creative time. You have to think of what format you want to do this in. You have to think of how are you going to launch? How are you going to market it? How are you going to get people engaged? So there's a lot of, you know, creative juices needed to be flowing. And that takes headspace. So if you're currently underwater and can't think of another thing, And give that some space to simmer, then maybe again, not the right time. If you're like, hey, I'm totally up for something new, I'm a little bit bored maybe, or you know, I've got everything figured out, so it's like a little bit running on autopilot, what I do, then great. Then this can be your next creative endeavor. Number five, I'm finally getting a little bit more on the actual talking part of podcasting. Because number five is how do you actually like to communicate. I love podcasting. I do. But <laughs> just because it's like the shiny new player in the content game doesn't mean it has to be what you love. Many people are saying, you know, blogs are dead. They've been around for so long. But honestly, there is no content medium that is dead and that with somebody doing something cool on won't be able to be revitalized. And people will want to read or watch or listen to. So here, this is my question to you. How do you actually like to communicate? For example, I like to ask, how do you talk with friends and family? Are you somebody who will like text message novels (laughs) to somebody to tell them uh, what's been going on in your life? Are you somebody who's like, no, I got to Skype or FaceTime or do some sort of video thing. Because if I don't see the other person, this is not fun for me. Or are you somebody who will, like, grab their phone and do voice memos because that's the best way you can, you know, get in touch and share what you want to say? Of course, this is not a fail-proof question. Just because you like texting doesn't mean you have to start a blog, <laughs> clearly. And some people will say, literally, they don't like any of these three things. <laughs> They're like, I just don't like to communicate with the device ever, in person and nothing else. But it is a good indication. So... In my case, for example, I do most of the time text when it has to be quick because I actually don't like spending a lot of time on my phone with to communicating with people. I actually do like in-person more. However, if in-person is not an option, calling or leaving voice memos if it's something longer or there's an actual issue I have is definitely what I do. So for me, the speaking medium, <laughs> so to say, did fit. So this might be like an easy quick question to ask yourself to see if Doing a podcast, which yes, includes a lot of talking, (laughs) is the right thing for you. (laughs) Want to start your own podcast? I'm sure you're brimming full of awesome ideas about the kick-ass episodes you'll be recording. I know I was when I got started. One thing I wasn't so excited about? Having to figure out all the tech logistics of getting my podcast live. Cue my lifesaver, Blueberry. After some intense research, I settled on Blueberry as my podcast host. And almost three years later, I couldn't be happier. Why? Because setup is easy and fast. There is a WordPress integration, and they've got awesome soft statistics you can nerd out on. If you want to focus on being a boss and creating great content, I've got a special offer for you at leadingrebels.com blueberry. One free month of hosting or statistics. Again, that's leadingrebels.com blueberry. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Now back to today's episode. (laughs) Now, number six, we're nearing the end, is about commitment. No, I don't mean commitment about getting engaged and getting married, though thank you for your non-existing proposal. (laughs) No, just kidding. It's about your commitment to podcasting. There's no right and wrong answer here. There's kind of three stages, I like to say. Stage number one is when you already from the beginning say like, no, this is not something I plan to do for a long time, but I want to give this podcasting thing a go. Maybe do a mini series, you know, like those limited series on Netflix where you say, I know it's going to be like eight episodes or whatever it may be, and then I'm going to wrap it up. Or you might say, I don't know yet. I have to see how it goes. And if it goes well, I'll commit it for longer. Or, you know, if it doesn't, I'll wrap it up. And then at the end you have the long extreme where you're like, no, I'm in this for the long game. I know podcasting is like any content creation, takes a minute to build up and it's all about how you stick with it. So I do plan to stay with it longer. And again, here there's no right and wrong answer necessarily, though, as you might have heard when I was talking about the third option, in most cases. Podcasting, like any content thing, like a blog, like a YouTube channel, it takes a minute. Like it's not something that you did your first two episodes and, you know, everybody's knocking down your house. And being with it the longer is when the most opportunities come up. And there's always ways to make this so it doesn't burn you out. For example, as you know, I do seasons on my podcast and I take breaks in between the seasons and I only do every two weeks instead of every week. So there's different ways you can do that. But if you're already knowing that it's going to be like a small mini series thing and that's it, then you can spend a little bit more time in the planning stages of how you're going to really maximize that content. And then also be aware that no, it's not going to be an ongoing long thing that you have to schedule into your business. If you're ever more committed into making this like a stable part of what you do, then this is where you start to figure out, okay, what system and processes do I need to maybe set up? What can I potentially outsource in the future just to make sure that this ship keeps running, so to say, a month, two, three, five, six down the line. Now, our very final question. (laughs) It's all about goals. So this is a little bit related to the commitment question because... Whether you are committed to doing a short thing or a long thing or unsure often is related to whether you know what your goal is with the podcast. And here again, in theory, there's no right and wrong answer. I say if your goal with a podcast is to just have fun, then do that. If you're a business, probably that's not your only goal. (laughs) Or at least if you're just really doing it as a creative outlet, you should be aware of that. And that's the key thing I want to talk about is awareness. Because a lot of the time, people will just start with either no goal or with a very fuzzy one of like awareness. (laughs) And I love the word awareness. There's nothing wrong with saying I want more awareness or I want to provide value. Those are all fine goals to have, but they're not measurable. And trust me. When you've been editing an episode at 3 a.m. to get it out the next day and have a newsletter to do or something else doesn't work or goes behind or whatever, you're going to be there and have this thought cross your mind. Why am I doing this in the first place? And if you don't have a way to measure if the reason you are doing this is actually happening, you're going to enter Frustration City real fast. Because here's the thing, if you make it a conscious goal, I want to have fun, this is something you will figure out how to measure. Because, yeah, 3 a.m. editing sessions, not fun. So then you see, do I need to outsource? Do I need to maybe post less frequently? What do I need to do to make this more fun again? If you've gone more down the rabbit hole of defining what awareness means... For example, this is a very simple one. I will measure it by if people use a hashtag I created on social media and how those numbers grow. Then when you're sitting there at 3 a.m., you could pull up your social media tracking software, check out the hashtag growth, and be like, okay, you know, from like two people when I launched, now there's like 200 or more posting about this. Then you're like, yeah, that's why I'm doing this. If it's about client conversion. Then you bake in ways to measure that in your podcast, giving special offers to clients, giving them codes, asking when they come to you, how did you find me? And if consistent people say like, oh, I found you through your podcast. They're like, right, there's the reason I'm doing this. So I just want you to have a goal. And if you really can't figure out what goal your podcast could have for your business, yeah, that's where we reevaluate if, you know, a podcast for business growth (laughs) Is necessarily your thing. Again, that doesn't mean you can't just start a podcast for fun or as a side hobby or whatever it may be, but just be aware of the purpose for that and just have clarity around that. And we've made it. Congrats. I hope these questions got you thinking about and evaluating if a podcast is right for you. Just to sum up, here are the seven things. Number one, what is your business state at the moment? Number two, where's your audience currently at? Number three, how is it looking time-wise for you to start a new project? Number four, do you have the headspace to get those creative juices flowing? Number five, how do you like to communicate? Number six, what's your commitment? And finally, number seven, what is your goal? And as a reminder, you can take the free quiz to figure out your response at leadingrebels.com slash Your result will not only include a tip from me on what to focus on, but also a a fun GIF. So yeah, definitely do it just for that. (laughs) And it will cover all these seven questions. Again, that's leadingrebels.com slash 36. I hope you got some clarity from this episode. Because as I said, I love podcasting. And the more podcasters join this world, the happier I am. And yeah, it's also what I do as a podcast strategist and coach. I help. People create and launch awesome-sized podcasts, especially solopreneurs. But before you come to me, so to say, I want you to have clarity around these things to actually make this successful and make it make sense for your business. In that, you can only decide yourself that, you know, you can't outsource. And I don't want you to get started and frustrated and all that jazz because podcasting is fun and it's an awesome medium and the opportunities with it are endless. I've gotten so much out of podcasting, not just clients and work, but other opportunities from speaking and moderating to getting to connect with awesome humans and creating really cool actual real life relationships. So I wish that for everybody. So yes, I am a podcast nut and fan till the end, but I want it to be the right thing for you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope today's episode helped you unleash your inner rebel. You can find all the resources mentioned in the show notes. Also, important reminder, empowered women empower women. Subscribe and rate the podcast or tell a friend about it in real life to spread the word and help more women unleash the baddest rebel within them.